Welcome back to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM, Richmond's home for the Virginia Tech Hokies and football program's got a big one tomorrow in Blacksburg hosting Syracuse, but we're broadcasting live from Radio Row here for ACC tip-off men's basketball today and joining me right now from Virginia Tech, Mylijal Poteet. How did I do with that pronunciation? Perfect pronunciation. Appreciate you having me. I, I love that, man. Good to have you on the show. How are you enjoying media day? I have. It's been fun so far. Yeah. To hang out with the guys, and it's been a lot of fun. How close have you become with the few guys you came with here, Hunter Couture, Sean Padula? Uh, you know, really close. Ever since I got here you know, last summer, it's been, they're great guys. This is a pleasure to hang around. What style of offense do you think best fits what you bring to the table? You know, I, I think I do a couple things well on the offensive end. I think I can pass the ball well. I think I finish around the rim well, offensive rebound well. It really just, you know, help teams get into their stuff. So the way that we play, we move the ball a lot. I get the ability to down screen a lot for great shooters like those guys, Hunter and Sean. So we just move the ball around a lot, get easy opportunities around the rim, and I think that, that fits me well. I'm sure you want to take your game to the next level, and you're hoping to increase your minutes on the court this year. You know, what kind of things can you make an impact immediately right away for the yeah, Hokies? Absolutely. I feel like, you know, as a team, everybody knows we struggled a little bit defensively last year. And as a big, it's kind of my job to just anchor that defense, be the back line. So big improvements on, on, on that front. Transfer portal, NIL has changed college basketball. So tell me how you ended up with Virginia Tech. So, yeah, um, ended the portal. So COVID had kind of... COVID started my beginning of college. So that kind of like threw the whole college basketball yeah. landscape off by, by a ton. So I entered the portal into my sophomore year, ended up here in junior year, and I've had a great time since. Awesome. So what's your relationship like with head coach Mike Young? So it, it is a good relationship there because obviously he was at Wofford before, and the squad had actually his coaches staff, him, KG, they recruited me at Wofford a little bit too before making the move. So I had a little relationship established with them before there. So entering the portal, I was familiar with him, how he played, what they were all about. So how close are you guys as a team now? You know, really, really close. You know, we had an international trip this summer, so we got a chance to have a couple practices preparing for that, just going overseas crazy experience but none, none of us have done that before with the guys so great bonding experience there and I think there are high expectations for Virginia Tech this season you know a few years ago win the ACC title yep. uh, but you know you bring him back two great guards and Couture and Padula and it feels like hey this could be the year Mike Young's got his guys so that's why I think there's a lot of high expectations does it feel like that to you it absolutely does. We're turning a lot of great guys, including with that, people have gotten a lot better. And then you look at Portal Editions, Makai Long, Robbie Barron, that got a great freshman coming in, Brandon Rocksteiner, Jaden Young. So we have a lot of talent on our team, so we're excited. So you're here at ACC Media Day, and you're looking around, you're seeing all these, like, I call them celebrities to me, right? Because they're yeah. like guys that I grew up watching. Mm -hmm. You know, Luke Hancock, now he's working uh, for them. Coach Greenberg was at Virginia Tech, yeah. and Jay Billis and all these guys. So when you're here at Media Day, what does it feel like being a player, yeah, it man? Is. Like, there's just greatness all around you. Great you know, coaches that were players, like you said, media people. It's just, you're just around a lot of great basketball. The thing I love about the conference. What do you love about being in Blacksburg? Blacksburg is great. Just like the, the, the backing that the community gives to athletics in general. I know you are talking about the football game a little bit earlier. Just They love Virginia Tech athletics. They're supporting the basketball team, football team, all the sports teams for that matter. It's just a nice, tight-knit community. So do you go to football games? go to all the football games I can. So you're going to try to get there tomorrow? I will be there tomorrow supporting, absolutely. So I went to VCU, but uh, okay. my buddy Ronnie Van Dyke was on the football team, and I have this great memory of when he brought me and a couple friends to the game. It was Thursday night, and I was, there's nothing better than Thursday nothing night better. at Lane Stadium there in Blacksburg. 
Uh, so it's going to be rocking. Uh, what is the best night to play college basketball in Blacksburg? Ooh, I'd probably just go Saturday night. I love a nice weekend game. I feel like everybody can kind of come out to those. And then afterwards, you know, you got probably a day off tomorrow. If you can join a little night on the town afterwards. So I'd probably say Friday night, Saturday night would probably be my go-to. Toughest thing about being in the ACC is every game it's a tough opponent every game every single game there's no yeah. nights off so what kind of mentality do you have to have coming into conference play knowing that you do 100 because obviously a very talented league there's talent top to bottom bottom of conference topic up every game you have to bring your a game or you run the risk of losing so with that you just have to be locked in for every game no matter the competition have you always been a uh, hoop said we were talking last night a little bit about the nba is that something like you get up and you want to watch film, you want to watch basketball? I do. I, I love the game. You know, I've been around it for a long time. I've been playing for as long as I can remember. So I, I really love the game. NBA, college, high school, women's, really anything I can get my hands on, I, I love the game. So who were some of your mentors growing up playing basketball? Yeah, so I, I feel like like being a fan of the game I watched growing up in North Carolina, you're in the middle of ACC country, so there's so much great basketball going around. So just growing up, I remember all the good Duke teams, the Carolina teams, and just watching those big guys playing. It's just it's awesome. Yeah, so anyone in particular that you'd point out? So growing up, probably my favorite big coming to ACC, Jalil Okafor. He was absolute dog on the low block. Yeah. Watched him, you know, great high school player. Watched him throughout the college career, and it was, it was crazy. They won the championship that year, so I was a big fan of that and just watching him play. I was a big fan of him as well. Why do you think it didn't work out in the NBA as well as everyone expected? You know, some of that is just, you know, beyond me. could be the shift the game, you know traditional low block, low block post players are kind of phasing out, especially with that on him. But just the skill set he has, you know, is still great. Yeah, it is wild because you're right. I think 15 years ago he would have been like all NBA. Absolutely. Right now, you know, he's struggling to see the floor because of that. And I'm still keeping up with he's playing overseas now and still the same to local for crazy good low block, athleticism, <laughs> post moves, everything. So, no. That's awesome, man. So uh, what are you studying at Virginia Tech? Um, sociology. Okay. How do you yeah, like that? I do. I like it a lot. What, do you, what would you want to do, at, you know, 10 or 15 years from so now? So, yeah, after done playing, I do want to go to law school. Ooh. Bring that sociology into there. So that, that's post-playing career. That's what awesome. I have in mind right now. So my, mom, my mom's an attorney. She okay. Does, that's uh, awesome. If you get uh, workers' comp, if you get hurt at work. Yeah, like injury stuff like yep. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that okay. something you're interested in? Uh, I'm probably going to lean more towards the sports side of the law, but mm -hmm. no, I, I like all fields of law. Well, that's awesome, man. So high expectations for Virginia Tech this season at a conference play has become so important, right? Yeah. I mean, because especially in the ACC, you beat each other up. Got to take care of business out of conference play. What do you think you guys need to do to be able to start the season and pick up, like, somehow you guys play so well in the ACC tournament, it seems like, every year. Yeah. How do you start the season like that? Yeah, you just really got to stay locked in because obviously starting off competition-wise, you're playing some lower teams, and you got to really get hyped up for those games and just try to get better every game. You know, you're expecting to win those games by a favorable margin, but still got to lock in, see what you can improve on, and just try to get better in those games. So social media has grown to the max. It, it blows my mind. Uh, you know, Twitter was a thing when, you know, I was in high school, barely Instagram now, TikTok, yeah. everything. It just blows up, and a lot of guys can take advantage of that and make some money with That's NIL. Crazy. So I've been pulling out my phone here whenever I have an interview, all right, and, and I'm asking, I want to do like a day-in-the-life video. Okay. Have you ever seen those? I have. What makes those good? It makes a day in the life video good. I just I like the realness because I feel like sometimes they're, they're like too scripted and you're like, uh, do you really do that on your day? I like a real day in the life video. Think about what people actually get into. So I want to feature you in my video. So give a little shout out to the Hokies fan base in Blacksburg. Hello, it's Elijah Poteet. Big shout out to the Hokies.
I love that, man. So do you do you do any TikTok dances or anything like that? I don't really. I look at a fair bit of TikTok more than I could probably care to admit, but <laughs> I, I don't really post much. Not a big dancer to begin with, so <laughs> not too much on that side of it. So what do you enjoy to do off the court? Off the court, I'm a really chill person. I'm relaxing, hanging out with friends. I don't like doing too much if I, if I have downtime, but I play video games, watch movies, stuff like that. What kind of video games do you into? Mostly sports games. Like that's, Madden. that's all I play is only sports games, so you're speaking my language. Madden, 2K, FIFA, normally around those rounds. A little Call of Duty, too, I will say. Careful mentioning. I'm, I'm known <laughs> as the FIFA god. Ooh, all right. really? Yeah, man. Interesting. The yeah. best FIFA player on our team, so oh, really? we have a little competition there. Uh, how, for <laughs> sure. I'll bring my Xbox Series X. Absolutely. Bring it to campus. What, what team do you like to use? Okay, so I'm a Chelsea fan in real life. Me too. We just became best no friends. Yes, we awesome. did. Yes, we did. I should have been filming that. <laughs> <laughs> Roster's looking a little worse and worse, so. Yeah, I know. But, it, but, but we I'll, won I'll Champions League. You know, we're Champions still League champions of the world. We can't get over that. Yeah. I was a big Pulisic fan. He made the move to Milan, so yep. use him a little bit when I can. Did you play soccer? Never played soccer growing up. So what about the game just you find interesting? I, I really don't know. I just gravitated. I remember when I was a kid, I saw like a World Cup. That might have been, I don't know what year it was, and I was just fascinated by it. I always watched it since. I played FIFA growing up, too, so that probably kind of got me into it. Yeah. So what do you think of the new FIFA game, though? EAFC 24. Because I think last year was better. I, I would agree. I would agree. I played a little bit of Ultimate Team this year. Not a massive fan of it, but I did enjoy last year's game. So Yeah. This is sort of like inside FIFA, but <laughs> I don't care. Uh, they messed up the Y and right bumper through ball. Like oh, that? like the threaded through yeah. ball, you mean? Yes. They, they just completely ruined yep. it. Some, the game mechanics, I don't know what they're doing sometimes, but <laughs> that, that's beyond me. <laughs> oh, man, well, having a fun time hanging out with you. Looking forward to covering you guys uh, this season. Um, you know, if we, if we see you on the court dominating, yeah. what style is that going to be? Like, what's it going to look like if you're having a great game statistically? So, yeah, so obviously, you know, try to bring my strong presence offensive end, defensive end. So a lot of buckets scoring efficiently around the rim and then offensive rebound, defensive rebounding, and just trying to make life as hard as I can on the opposing defender. Well, good luck this season. I've enjoyed talking with Absolutely. you. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Yep. My Lijel My Lijel Poteet. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio on The Fan. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. Richmond's home for the Hokies. You can hear every game on 910 The Fan, football and basketball. Tomorrow, huge football game. I'm here with Hunter Couture live from Radio Row. Are you looking forward to that tomorrow? I am. I'm excited for it. Um, There's nothing like a a Thursday night game in Lane, so it'll be pretty exciting. Yeah, I I totally agree. Uh, So, grad student now, back at Virginia Tech. You, you were hitting the three-point shot like crazy last year. You're going to take it further and further? You're going to have a, a half-court shot this year? <laughs> Maybe. I don't think I ever hit a half-court shot in a college game, so that would be pretty cool to do this year. I, I know I loved talking to you last year uh, here at Media Day and then during the season and our buddy Sons of Saturday Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. They say you're the most swaggy player at Virginia <laughs> Tech. How does that make you feel, dude? Uh, it's a big compl- uh, compliment coming from them. Yeah? Yeah. Do, is that something that you kind of, like, think about? Um. Because you have the arm sleeve, right? Yeah, but the the arm sleeve was because I broke my elbow, so that was more (laughs) medical than swag. What about the leg sleeve? The leg sleeve, yeah, I do do leg sleeves. Um, so I think I don't put much thought into it, but there's a little bit. I talked to them and I told them I might do the one leg sleeve this year, so we'll see how that goes. Okay, so I've I've never worn the leg sleeve. Mm -hmm. How does it help? Uh, I think it just keeps the body warm. You know, you kind of 
generates more heat to the the joints just wearing another layer of clothing so i think it, it, i could be wrong it could be placebo but I, in my mind it works it makes you feel good like yeah. like you're like a ninja turtle or yeah, something exactly <laughs> all right we're live from radio row here at the 2023 acc tip-off with virginia tech hunter couture guard fifth all-time at virginia tech career three-pointers made mm -hmm. how does that make you feel dude it's pretty cool you know um Never, you never really go into a, a school thinking like, all right, this is I'm going for this record. Um, I think this past year was when it really came to light how kind of close I am to being at the top, um, and I think I'm 16 or 17 away from being at the number one position. So I think it's a cool accomplishment. Um, hopefully, I stay healthy enough to reach that goal this year. Um, but it'll be once it once it comes, I'll be very blessed and very honored to have that. Yeah, let's get Hunter to the top spot. Mm -hmm. I, I love that. So I think there's a lot of expectations for your team this year. You know, Mike Young seems to be really feeling himself in Blacksburg. He's comfortable. He's getting the recruits that he wants. Got you and Sean Padula back, so really great backcourt there. Do you like the fact that there's high expectations? Yeah, it's always good um, that there's high expectations because then that means it's just there's pressure, and when there's high expectations and pressure, that means you're doing something right. And so I think we got to take that as a compliment and don't be nervous about it. Go out there and kind of prove people why we have high expectations. Um, not only for ourselves, um, but other people having high expectations for us. Uh, so to go out there and kind of just play the game we know how to play and doing it together will be good. How do you and Sean Padula kind of feed off each other? Because he blows me away with the way he could keep his dribble alive mm -hmm. and, you know, hit layups in front of taller opponents. Mm -hmm. and, and then, you know, you're around the outside there anytime he draws a double team. Yeah, and I think uh, the more we play together, the more we kind of have a good feel with each other. You know, there's sometimes where he's driving and I'm relocating to an open spot and he may not be looking at me and all of a sudden the ball's coming towards my way. So I think it's really been like always be ready when he has the ball because you never know when you're going to get a pass or what's going to happen with him and just how talented and crafty that he is. Um, but I think we really feed off each other just when they able to be, be on the perimeter and kind of space the floor out for him. And then when he kind of drives in and to come to him for him to kick the ball out and make the right play. How would you describe Mike Young's offense for someone who's just seen it for the first time? Yeah, I think it's just very – it's creative. There's a lot of space to it. It's a lot of – it's the way basketball should be played. You know, not one person is supposed to be having the ball the whole time. You can go out there, have 20 passes in one possession. Guys are going out there who doesn't care who scores the ball. We're just moving the ball and trying to get the ball and get a great shot. Tell me a little bit about some of the newcomers on the Hokies this year. Yeah, so we have two, three transfers. we got Robbie Barron from Northwestern, who's a great leader, um, great on the defensive end, has really excelled on the offensive end as well. We have Makai Long, that's a rebounding machine from Old Dominion. Um, also a fifth year like myself as Robbie. Um, he's been great coming in, kind of has put his head down, worked hard. And then we have Tyler Nickel from UNC, who's a great shooter. He's got a great feel for the game. I think he's Virginia's um, all-time leading scorer in high school. Um, just has a really good feel for the game on the offensive end. Where'd you go to high school? Uh, Bishop Moore in Orlando, Florida. So what was recruiting like for you there? Um, it was kind of slow at the beginning. I don't think I started getting offers till later in my, my junior year. Um, but then once I, it started picking up, it kind of went, and it was a little bit of overwhelming. Um, but it was I didn't have any high major offers. It was all low, um, low and mid-major offers. Um, but it was, it was. I needed that experience. It was good to go through, and um, I'm, I'm excited where I'm at right now. Yeah, absolutely, you're a, a star at Virginia Tech. Hopefully, having a big season, and and this is such a tough conference. I, I like to say it's the toughest conference in college basketball. Mm -hmm. I mean, how do you get yourself prepared when you know? Oh, we have UVA here, then it's UNC, and then it's Duke right around the corner. So many tough opponents. Yeah, that's what makes it so tough. There's so many amazing players and talent in this league. Not only just 
on the court as players, but off the court as coaches and coaching staffs. You know, they're you got some of the best coaches in the country in this league and some of the best players. You know, year in, year out, you see guys getting drafted from the ACC. I mean, the ACC's made it to the Final Four and I don't know how many of the last years. Yeah. But um, it's always going to be a competitive league, and it's tough to win on the road and at home in this league. There's never – there's never a game you could be like, all right, this is going to be an easy win. You know, every game is going to be tough, and you're going to have to bring your A game. Hunter Couture joining me live from Radio Row, the grad senior for Virginia Tech and the sharpshooter, and, and you're Mr. Swaggy at Virginia <laughs> Tech. So uh, we have the sports junkies in the morning right here on 910 The Fan, mm-hmm. and they're so popular all throughout the DMV. So they called me this morning. They were clowning me for my outfit here. <laughs> what do you th- Swag King, give me, a, give me a review. What do you think? Come on. Um... It's got fall colors, but it's just a lot of colors. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't say it's awful, but I wouldn't say it's the best. My my biggest issue is I always get a lot of wrinkles. Yeah, you know I got I got some extra pounds on me. It doesn't help. Yeah, but I can't handle it. Yeah, I mean I'd like the flannel look. It's a little cold out and stuff like that. But I think the color scheme could be a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> I love the honesty. Uh, so give us a, a shout out here to those listening in Richmond that are big Hokies fans. Yeah, shout out to all the fans um, in Virginia, especially in Richmond. Thank you for all the love and support that you guys have, and I can't wait for a great year. It's going to be a fun one, man. So uh, tell me a little bit about your backcourt teammate. I'm going to interview him next, Sean mm-hmm. Padula. Yeah, he's a, he's a great a great kid um, off the court, a great player on the court. He's competitive. He brings it every practice and every workout, um, and he's just a competitor. You know, he's got that edge to him where he, he doesn't like getting beat. He doesn't like when he loses the ball. He's always going to compete for it. Um, and then also he's just been learning to be a, a better leader. As you know, he's going to be in his junior year now, um, second year starting. I think he's understanding kind of what it takes to be a point guard in this league and kind of excel at it. What do you like to do outside of basketball in Blacksburg? Oh, I love to golf. That's my really? that's my big thing. Yeah, I, I've really gotten into it these past two years, I'd say. Okay. Um, but that's my whole kind of summer workout was basketball all morning, had three workouts in the morning, and then in the afternoon was just straight golf. So it's been good. Man, isn't it frustrating, though, when you work so hard and then it curves left or it it curves right? It's a very humbling sport, um, (laughs) but you hit a good shot and it keeps you coming back. So I think it's just – I like being out there because it's just – it's fun because it's free-spirited. You're kind of out there, you hit a bad shot, you're like, okay, that was a bad shot, but it's it's golf. You, it, the weather's nice out there, you're having a good time, there's not too much pressure, so it's just it's fun to get away from, from basketball and kind of put do something mindless. Are you a member of the highly exclusive hole-in-one club? I'm not. I've been close, so I had one a couple years ago where I was an inch away, a kind of horseshoe around the hole, <laughs> and then this year I had one that just landed probably about a foot behind the hole. So I've been close, but hopefully I get there one day. Well, awesome, man. Great stuff. Really appreciate you taking appreciate the time. You. Thank That's you. That's Hunter Couture. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan, now 105.1 FM. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 one FM, Richmond's home for the Hokies. Every game can be heard here on WRNL nine ten. The fan now at one oh five one FM. And joining me right now is the head basketball coach Mike Young. What's going on, coach? Not a lot. Good to be on with you. Hope you're well. I'm doing great here at Media Day. I, I always love this because you know I-, I was a big fan of college basketball growing up, yeah. and so now getting to see all the coaches that I looked up to is awesome. From your perspective. What do you think about media day? I'd, I'd, I'd rather be back home practicing. <laughs> yeah. Um, obviously can't go today, uh, but uh, you, you work that into your schedule knowing that this is going to be a, uh, a day off for your team. Um, 
but uh, the league does a great job with this event. Um, it's always very well attended and, you know, we're thrilled that uh, folks like yourself and so many, many others uh, are here. Uh, it does give us the opportunity to, to see one another uh, in a more relaxed uh, setting and uh, the other players from around the league, which is, um, you know, fun to see them in this environment. So great city to visit. Yeah, uh, and uh, and an easy drive back up to Blacksburg when we finish up here today. How are you feeling about your squad this season? We got a long way to go. Uh, I think um, you know uh, a lot of us are saying that uh, with um, you know things moving in in a direction where you're always going to have a number of you know new people, and no matter how well those kids have been coached, uh, you know people's philosophy. And style of play is is uh, sometimes radically different. Uh, so you're trying to reprogram, the, if you will, on how you do things offensively, defensively. Um, but we have attracted and continue to attract really, really nice young men that uh, are about the right stuff and a pleasure to uh, to coach. And we're uh, we're looking forward to continuing to put it all together. We're in a landscape of college basketball right now where it feels like. Show me what you can do right away. Show me what you can do right away. You were hired in 2019, though, and you've really developed this program. Do you feel like, hey, I- I've got the guys I need uh, to make a deep run this season? Uh, again, I want to see. I want to see some things from this team before I, you know, make uh, those kinds of uh, predictions. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good practice team. Um, you know, it's uh, a team with uh, with depth. We shoot the ball well. Uh, we have uh, many attributes. Uh, I have some things, and I could say this about any team I've had in 22 years as a head coach, uh, that that I need to see. I need uh, I need for this team to prove it to me, uh, and then you know I hope that it happens early in the season. Maybe it's mid mid December, um, but uh, they possess it. They have it. Uh, I want to see it. I want to see it consistently. And when I do, I'll uh, have been a better position to give you a prediction. So you brought with you Majil Poteet. Malajal. Malajal yep. Poteet. Sean Padula, Hunter Couture. Give me a little reasoning why you brought these guys. Um, I thought Malajal earned it. Uh, you know, he's been around. He's a sharp person. Uh, Couture, for obvious reasons, he's been, you know, one of our favorites for uh, for many, many years. He's the first person I signed uh, when I got to Virginia Tech. Uh, so, you know, he's going to eclipse the uh, all-time three-point made field goal record in uh, Virginia Tech history. Yeah. I think he's going to have the most basketball games played in uh, in uh, Virginia Tech history. Uh, and then uh, Sean Padula um, has had a great spring summer. I thought he had a very good year last year as a, as a sophomore. Uh, and, uh, you know, kid, we will uh, we will rely on him. need him to have a good year for us. So Hunter is such a good sharpshooter. You can yeah. really rely on him. And, and his his range is even past the three-point line, past the NBA three-point line, it <laughs> seems like. But what are other aspects of his game did you, you know, instill in him to work on this offseason? People may not, uh, <clears throat> may not consider this. Uh, he, the kid is a very good athlete. Mm-hmm. He really moves his feet. Um, he's got a, a toughness about him that, uh, that is unique. And uh, we all as college players need it. 
Uh, he is a very, very good uh, uh, defensive player, typically guarding the other team's best player. Um, you know, I think uh, we have this stereotype, uh, a kid like Hunter, thicker legs, doesn't move. He, move, he moves very well. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, all shapes and sizes, <clears throat> he, uh, he will guard them. He can guard them. And I uh, can always count on Hunter to do a great job. How are you feeling about the state of the conference? You know, when I was here for ACC kickoff, it was all this talk about realignment and the struggles. But with basketball, you're dominant around the around the around the world, really. Well, <clears throat> I've always considered the Atlantic Coast Conference the premier basketball league nationally. Um, and there's been some, <clears throat> you know, some um, changes uh, as uh, leagues become bigger, and you know, uh, our league. Fortunately, uh, added uh, Miami, Virginia Tech. I don't know the exact order, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> but those were decisions made uh, for football purposes. Uh, but I do think that this league continues to be, you know, at the top of the uh, class uh, nationally. Uh, other good leagues out there, don't get me wrong, Big Ten, Big 12, SEC. Uh, but uh, the ACC is the ACC uh, with the tradition and, uh, and, and, and history that uh, you know, many of us are aware of, I'm, I'm happy to be a part of it. Head Coach Mike Young here with me at Radio Row. You're listening to AWOD Radio live from the 2023 ACC tip-off. How comfortable are you now and happy in Blacksburg? I don't know that <clears throat> there's such a thing as being a college basketball coach or football coach or baseball coach I've never used the word comfortable. I think that's a dangerous <laughs> word. <Okay. clears throat> happy? Uh, I could not be any happier with where I am, with what I'm doing, with the people that I associate with on a daily basis. Um, Virginia Tech is a special community, and I am so privileged and um, happy to uh, to be uh, to be there. And my wife is happy as a clam and. It's great. Very, very, very pleased. I'm, I'm sure I'll follow up with you before the season, but give me one or two things you want to improve on from now until then. Yeah, uh, we've got to improve defensively. We've had really, really good defensive teams, and um, it's not that we lost sight of that a year ago. Uh, we didn't um, We didn't have the connectivity defensively that uh, is, is essential. Uh, that's going to that's gonna get better. We spent a great deal of time on it this summer and into this fall, um, and more efficient offensively, uh, getting the ball in better spots, better decision-making. Um, so, you know, those are a couple of things that come to mind. So, Coach, like I said, we are WRNL, home of the Hokies in Richmond. Could you give me a, a little message to the fans in Richmond that love the Hokies? Hey, Hokie fans out there in the Richmond area, we appreciate you. Go Hokies. Thank you so much, Coach. I appreciate the time. Thanks, buddy. Good luck this season. Thank you. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio on the fan. Don't go anywhere. Don't change that dial. More from Radio Row in Charlotte, North Carolina, coming up next. Welcome back to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM, broadcasting live from Radio Row in Charlotte, North Carolina for the 2023 ACC tip-off. And joining me right now from the ACC Network, you can check them out on their studio show, Nothing But Net, Luke Hancock. What's going on, Luke? Not too much, man. It's a 
a long day, but it means hoops is right around the corner, so it's a great day. Yep, and did you do media day when you were in school? Oh, yeah. So how does it feel now to be on the other side of things? You know, I think as a player, it really doesn't matter how many times you go. I say that, and Armando Baycott, I think, has been here four times. But <laughs> for me, it never got old. Uh, like I said, it means hoop season's right around the corner. I always enjoyed it. Uh, there's, a, there's a buzz going on about all these teams, and uh, we had a little success back when I played, so it was fun to kind of uh, just get a little attention and a little hype going before the season started. So you've talked to a few coaches and players throughout the ACC. What are your expectations for the conference? Well, as a whole, I, I think there's been a narrative that the ACC has been down, and um, this year I certainly think they bucked the trend. Um, there, are, there are a lot of good teams that I feel like are pretty much tournament locks, and then there are a few that I think could sneak their way in. So I, I think look, the ACC is going to get off of five teams that they've had the last two years. And the interesting thing with this league is just the transition with the coaches. Yeah. Either first- or second-year coaches, guys are following legends, uh, or, or winning as coaches in those programs and how you reestablish your program, you build your own foundation and your own culture, you're kind of hearing about all those pieces, you know, in, in ACC tip-off day. Yeah, it is so interesting because it is like a changing of the guard. You think these schools are going to be able to do that successfully? Oh, of course. Like, these are some of the best brands in basketball, period. Yeah, it's, the brand is bigger than the guy that was coaching. You know, I think that'll be a challenge for some places, right? Like, you know, Syracuse basketball has been Oof. Jim Beheim's for 47 years. Yeah. Coach Autry was awesome, but he told me they're going to play man-to-man. Well, he's going <laughs> to mix up some things, right? And <laughs> you think, like, if you don't go throw a different style in there, they probably just would have kept Jim Beheim for a few more years probably. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited to see his kind of stamp on the program. Um, you talk to him for a couple minutes, and you love the guy. I've had a great time covering, you know, the start of his career. Um, obviously a legend at Syracuse back in the day. So – I think he's brought in so much buzz and attention, and that's one of the most important things. When you're developing your program, your culture, if you can create the buzz early and capitalize on that, you know, I think Damon Stoudemire is doing the same thing. It's fun right now. He's got a little hype going, um, and you, you, you got to be able to you know, put a product out there that's competitive. But if you do that, you can really capitalize on the buzz, and, and the transfer portal helps with that. It's magnified that way. You're listening to the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. I'm joined by Luke Hancock. So a uh, little inside radio here. We just became best friends oh, last yeah. night, uh, had a great conversation. So I want to rewind, rewind a little bit because I'm sure my audience is interested in your career. All right, so um, tell me how you went from high school to playing at George Mason. Well, I, um, I wasn't some kind of prolific big-time five-star recruit. I needed uh, a year of prep school. So the head coach at NC State now is Kevin Keats, and he was at Hargrave Military Academy. Uh, when I was coming out of high school and, and convinced me that if I did a prep year that, that I'd have lots of opportunities and, mm-hmm. and uh, saw something in my game that he thought he could he could help develop and um, had a great year that year. Uh, I, it kind of made me very certain that I wasn't going to a military school, but I did enjoy my, my experience at Hargrave, and it was uh, one of the best decisions I ever made because I got to go play at George Mason for two years for Jim Laranega and, and uh, won the most games in school history as a sophomore and um, had a great run, and um, yeah, I guess the the rest is history. After that, Coach L goes to Miami, and I I opened up my recruitment. And uh, Kevin Keats was at Hargrave, ends up at Louisville, so I, I kind of followed him. You say the rest is history, and it is, and you had a lot of success there. But I don't think people understand that, like you were saying, in your era, the transfer portal, you had to sit it out a year. Yeah. I mean, what was that like? Well, it was certainly a bigger investment. You yeah. know, now I think things aren't going your way for a day or a week and and guys are able to just jump in the portal and go try and find a better situation 
And that's the negatives of the portal because a lot of times coaches are, are trying to teach you hard lessons and give you some tough love at times. And I think battling through that can really help young guys um, in their lives, not just you know that year and not their basketball career, but in their lives, being able to battle through adversity and have somebody coach you hard. I think those pay dividends in the future. So for me, um, you know, my coach left, like I said, he went to Miami. Um, I would have followed Coach L if they had let me. Uh, taking my talents to South Beach. <laughs> but um, I had to open up my recruitment. And um, like I said, Kevin Keats was somebody I relied on for advice and guidance. And um, he helped me and actually showed me, you know, other places. But eventually, when I took a visit to Louisville, things just kind of lined up perfectly. And um, I ended up following him there. Yeah, and it's lined up perfectly for you now. You're post-basketball career talking on the ACC, your relationship with Coach L, played at Louisville. You were telling me about Tony Bennett and you guys having a conversation. So give me a little bit more details about uh, your inside knowledge about the ACC. Yeah, grew up in Roanoke, Virginia, so you're in the heart of ACC country. My dad was a Hokie, uh, so I grew up being a Virginia Tech fan. And, um, you know, you don't have a a bunch of pro sports around in, in southwest Virginia, so um, college sports was what I kind of fell in love with. I'm mm. from the same hometown as J.J. Redick. So uh, when he went to Duke, you know, the whole town was just all over following him and all his success. So that got me really interested in, in following the ACC as a whole. Um, and then I, I've played for lots of coaches in this league, um, assistants and head coaches. And, you know, Jim Beheim. I, I played on a USA team where he, he selected the team. Coach L, Kevin Keats, obviously live in Louisville and have lots of lots of connections there. So, um you know, growing up an ACC fan and then full circle, full turn to be in the position I am now, just covering the league and enjoying it and having fun with guys like Carlos Boozer and Joel Berry, Kelsey Riggs, it's, it's, uh, it's been really awesome. Luke, what was your nickname when you were playing ball? Uh, I, didn't, I didn't necessarily have one. Um, like, what did your teammates call you? I, I didn't have anything special, just Luke, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, uh, I don't have a cool... Skywalker! Uh, yeah, I wish that was my nickname, but I never got a... Uh, I never got uh, – I didn't have enough bounce, I guess, to get that one. <laughs> I actually went to a camp when I was young. There's another little ACC tie, and uh, David Thompson was at the camp. He was um, there with Tommy Burleson up in the mountains on the western side of uh, North Carolina. And uh, I went and did my research and started watching videos, and I was like, this guy is unbelievable. <laughs> and so that's actually where Luke Skywalker came from. Everybody thinks it's a Star Wars reference, but it's actually uh, David Skywalker Thompson. I love that. So let's talk Hokies. Yeah. Uh, Mike Young now, he came over in 2019. So he's got his, got his, gr- his group now, right? Like there's no, hey, I'm waiting for my recruits. He's been here for a certain amount of time. He's bringing back Kador, uh, Kator and Padula. High expectations for the Hokies. Yeah, the backcourt's really strong. I mean, those are two veteran guys. Um, Hunter's won the Everett Case Award as a MVP of the ACC tournament. He's been through a lot. Um, I'm a little worried about their depth. Um, and then how do you replace the bigs? And, you know, they don't have Kevin Aluma. They don't have Grant Basile. Yeah. Um, they've, they've got some bodies in there, but how they kind of fit into the system, it's going to be really interesting this year. And, and Mike Young's just – he's had such skilled bigs that have been able to do so many different things. Uh, it'll, be, it'll be really interesting to see how he can incorporate these pieces to the puzzle. I like the team. Um, they're one of those that are probably going to be picked in the middle of the pack to start, but certainly have a very high ceiling. Yeah, I was talking with a few reporters today, and they said Coach Young is a, a magician with, with his play calling. Do you feel that way? Oh, yeah, offensive guru. Um, I love the sets he runs, um, gets the defense moving, setting screens, cutting, passing, playing together. You know, that's why I'm, I'm higher on Virginia Tech and I think a lot of other people because – you develop that continuity between those two backcourt guys, and 
you know, they're going to be able to score a lot of points. They can both really shoot it. Um, I'm interested to see where Sean can go because freshman and sophomore year, huge jump in points. If he makes that kind of jump again, you know, we'll talk about him for National Player of the Year. He'll be averaging 25 a game. But um, I don't expect that level. But it'll be really cool to see those two playing together and, and how they can play off each other this season. Luke Hancock with me here live from ACC tip-off. Uh, you can check him out, Nothing But Net, on the ACC network and all the rest of their studio shows covering the ACC on ESPN. Let's talk who's uh, with UVA. Tony Bennett's squad, you know they're going to play great defense, but they're coming off of a devastating loss at the end of last season. And, and you've been a player yourself that played in this conference. How tough is it when you have your heart broken at the end of that season to come back the next year? You know, normally if you bring back a ton of guys, they can either really get motivated by those experiences or it can crush you. Yeah. You know, you, you see UNC make it to a, a national title game and the next year definitely falls short of, of expectations. Joel and I were talking, you know, they get the Chris Jenkins shot by Villanova and then come around the next year and win a national championship. We make the Final Four my redshirt year, turn around the next year and win a national championship. So it just depends on how you battle through that adversity. I think everybody remembers UMBC beating UVA, and then the next year they come back and win it all. Yeah. So um, I have no doubts that Tony Bennett will put together a, a great team. Uh, they can be one of the, I think, one of the better defensive teams he's had. And you, you look at guys like Ryan Dunn and Leon Bond and Reese Beekman, I mean, they can be really, really good on the defensive end. It's, it's uh, another year of how do you score the basketball, and I think guys like Isaac McNeely and Rhodey and some of these transfers, they can really help in that aspect. What's so impressive about Tony Bennett is he gets these guys – and then all of a sudden they become five stars. And then all of a sudden they get drafted. And then they have long NBA careers. Who do you think on the roster right now has an NBA career? I've been looking at Dunn and Beekman. I like those two. I think they're, again, really high ceilings for those guys, uh, especially if Ryan Dunn can shoot it better. Um, but there are lots on the roster, especially these young guys. I'm really excited for Blake Buchanan and, and Eliza Gertrude. Um, I think Leon Bond could follow the DeAndre Hunter model of, of red shirting mm. and then really blowing up. He's just a physical beast out there, 6'5", 6'6", athletic, looked really good in their scrimmage. Uh, so they, they just have a lot of weapons and depth this year. It'll be interesting, though, because Tony Bennett doesn't play a lot of freshmen, mm -hmm. and he'll have to rely on at least new guys, maybe not totally freshmen, but guys with, with very little experience on the court. Luke, I appreciate the time. I, when I've been having players and coaches on the show today, I've been asking them about social media. How much do you think about, man, I could have been playing NIL? I played 10 years too early. It would have been a lot a lot of fun uh, to, to explore NIL. Um, you know, I'm, I'm uh, a little bitter we didn't get that opportunity, but at the same time, it, it, I'm happy for these guys. It's been a long time coming. Well, I'm happy that I got to meet you, man, and oh, I'll yeah, enjoy watching great. you on ACC Network. Thanks so much. Let's do it again soon, man. Yep. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio on The Fan. All right. We are broadcasting live from ACC Media Day. Stub I'm hearing myself in my ear. See if we can fix that as we round up the show today. Big shout-out to our friends Cowan Gates for being the presenting sponsor of this trip. Cowan Gates, huge supporters of the Virginia Tech Athletics, and uh, they, of course, present the Cowan Gates Hokies update with Bill Roth that we will actually do tomorrow because uh, I was so busy today previewing Virginia Tech against Syracuse. Uh, it's going to be sold out there in Blacksburg Lane Stadium. Should be a ton of fun. How's my buddy Stubb doing from the production room today? You hanging in there? I know Radio Row is a ton of extra work, bud. 
doing my best. I'm surviving. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I hope you have enjoyed this content here. I mean, I've had so many great conversations with coaches, players around the league. And you know what? We've had so many conversations that we're going to have a full day of shows tomorrow uh, to bring you guys more ACC content from Charlotte, North Carolina. Today we focused on Virginia Tech. Tomorrow we talk who's who? The who's. Who's talking coming up Thursday here on AWOD Radio. So I wanted to end the show real quick here um, by talking about the Washington Commanders. And they've got a test this Sunday against the Philadelphia Eagles. And the reason it's important for me is because I do think if the Commanders don't show up this Sunday, then Ron Rivera has completely lost the locker room. And then what are you waiting for? You might as well pull the trigger and, and let him go and just move on from him uh, towards the end of this season. Maybe you give Coach Eric Bieniemy an opportunity. Maybe you say, screw it. You see, what will this team look like if Jack Del Rio was the head coach? But I just don't see how you can keep letting your head coach regress. There, there's no more you know, momentum moving forward when last year you beat the Bears. This year you lose to the Bears. You know, Last year you tie the Giants. This year you couldn't even come close. Really, we got our butts whooped start to finish. I get the final score was just 14-7, to uh, but they had another long drive that could have ended in the end zone where Saquon Barkley fumbles, and um, I think you could have easily had that game finished 28-7. to So a uh, big thank you to Cowan Gates Law Firm for presenting this trip. Tomorrow we will have more from ACC Media Day here in Charlotte, North Carolina. Stubb doing a great job producing the show. If you missed anything, check out the podcast, or we're always available on the go on the Odyssey app. Grant and Danny coming up next from Washington, D.C.